Hi guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here, bringing you another episode of Joy in Hope. Let's pray, shall we? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuus, Maria ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. So, we're coming up on the end of our series on overcoming an addiction to masturbation. This is the second to last episode, and... In the previous episode on confiding in someone, I was sharing the story of how the second time, so like during the resurgence of my addiction to masturbation, I was confiding in someone and this led to an accountability partner. So the first time that I was struggling with this sin in middle school, I... I had never heard of an accountability partner, didn't really know that was a thing, and I did not have one. But during my resurgence, I I didn't realize how much I needed that, and I don't know if I'd ever heard the term accountability partner. It's not difficult to understand. It's essentially this person who will keep you accountable in your fight for purity because, as we said in the last episode, it's not good for man to be alone. Like, God wants us to be there for each other. We're fighting for purity side by side. So as I was sharing in the last episode, I was really getting to a dark time in my life. Like I just despised myself for this sin. I had so much shame surrounding this sin because when we struggle with any sin of lust. There is just so much shame that goes along with that. And I want to speak into that for a moment before I continue with my story. Of all the seven deadly sins, lust is actually the least of all of them. It's the lesser of all the sins. Pride is the worst of all the sins. It's the root of all the other sins. But lust is actually the lesser of all of them. And that doesn't mean that it's not bad because again, we feel so much shame around this sin in particular. But but lust is the lesser of them because it's the easiest to fall into. Almost, I would say everyone, whether you're diehard Christian and love the Lord or whether you're living in the world and have no idea what the Lord's like, how much the Lord loves you or what the Lord wants to do with your life. Like no matter how far or close you are to God or on like in your faith journey, whatever. Okay. Like I would say all of us, like at some point are tempted toward lust. It's just, it's everywhere, especially in our day and age. It is just everywhere. Our culture is permeated with sexual sins and this glorification of sexual sins. And it's just really sad, honestly. And so now, more than ever, God is calling us. I just read this this morning in Romans 5, 20. God not here. 
where sin increased, St. Paul wrote, grace abounds all the more. Some translations say where sin increases, grace overflows all the more. So just know that wherever you're at in this addiction and in this fight, that where this sin seems to be increasing in your life, grace is being held out to you more and more and more. Jesus told St. Faustina, um, she writes this in her diary. She says that where the greatest sinners are found, there the Lord wants to give most of his mercy. Like these people more than anyone else have a right to the Lord's mercy. So know that you are not beyond God's mercy. In fact, that you are most, if you're most in need of it, it means you're most deserving of it and God wants to give it to you the most. So what does this have to do to do with accountability? Because we are, as St. Teresa of Avila wrote or said, she was like, we are God's hands and feet. I'm pretty sure it was her. It was one of the Teresas. Like we're God's hands and feet on this earth. Like now that the Lord is in heaven, yes, he's given us the Eucharist, but in a physical bodily sense, we are now his hands and feet. And so when he extends his mercy to us, we see that in the sacrament of reconciliation. When the priest says the words, I absolve you from your sins in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. And then when we see his mercy in and through each other. So this night, when I was sharing in the last episode, when this friend found me, when Jesus, my good shepherd, found me through this friend, it was so tangible, his mercy in her eyes, in her manner, in her love, the way she was loving me. So when I thought, like I was just sharing with her, when she said, if you want an accountability partner, I would love to be that person for you. Because she said that she'd only uh, only ever told like one other person that she was struggling with masturbation and that they had become accountability partners, which meant they texted each other every night whether or not they had a victory that day, whether or not they messed up that day. And she said, if you want, I would love to be that person for you because I've been free from this sin for three years, she said. And I want you to get back to that point where you can say, I haven't messed up in a year, two years, three years. You guys, we're going on four. I'm on over four years by the grace of God that I've been freed from this addiction again. And it was because of her accountability. And so that very night, we started every night since that day, we have texted each other nightly whether or not we messed up. And I always end it with praise God because it is not by my own will or my like, pulling myself up by my, by my bootstraps and like doing it myself. Like, like holiness is not a white knuckled striving of my own. Like it is the grace of God that has delivered me from this sin. But I know that a huge part, again, as I shared in the last episode, this is because I have accountability partners in heaven, saints and angels who are already praying and interceding for me, but also the church militant, my fellow Christians here on the earth, still fighting that good fight. Um, and so this person, we do, we text each other every night and not just that, but we pray for each other. So here's what I'm going to challenge all of you to do is if you are still struggling with this sin, if it's been weeks, if it's been years and you have had the courage to confide in someone, but you're still just struggling, maybe the next step for you, like it was for me is to seek accountability and to maybe ask whether it was the person that you first confided in, whether it was a counselor 
a trusted friend, a family member, I will say that if you're, if you're seeking accountability, um, that this person should be of the same sex. If it's not a priest, if it's not a counselor, or if it's not a parent, if like you're going more the friend route like I did for my accountability partner, I highly recommend it is someone of the same gender and that it is not, so therefore it's not the person you're in a relationship with. Like if I had a boyfriend, like that he would not be my accountability partner and vice versa. If you're a guy, you have a girlfriend, I would not make your girlfriend your accountability partner. And that's twofold. One, just practically, if you ever break up, that is going to be really difficult on top of your breakup. Like now you're essentially not only losing your boyfriend or girlfriend, but you're losing your accountability partner because that would be a very unhealthy thing to have them continue to be your accountability partner after the relationship ends. So just practically for that reason, um, but even a spouse, I don't recommend that your spouse is your accountability partner because that can be really hurtful, especially if you're a spouse struggling with masturbation or pornography and your partner is not like, even if he or she has struggled with that in the past, it might, especially if they haven't, it might be especially hurtful to them to hear, like, if you're messing up a lot, because that might be something that they're just that that's hard for them um, because in a way like we know that when when we sin against ourselves through masturbation but also through pornography um, that that is also like a very grave injustice against our beloved so I don't recommend that your accountability partner be your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend but you can take that to your spiritual director take that to a priest or counselor and ask them for their input because I'm not God so those are just a couple tidbits I have on that note. Um, but also because guy-girl dynamics are just different. So even if you're a girl and your friend is a guy and it's not like he's your boyfriend, it's not your spouse, your fiance, etc., it's still just a lot healthier to have accountability from someone of the same gender when it comes to sexual sins because since we know sex is a gift from God and our sexuality, whether that's male or female, is given to us by God, the devil can really try to get in there and make that misfire happen like in our minds. Like again, I was sharing in last in the last episode, geez, if you haven't gone and watched the last episode or listened to it, I guess you need to. But yes, that because sex and sexuality are such good gifts from God, the devil does a really good job of getting in there and messing with them. So even if you're a girl with a really good guy friend and you're like, yeah, I know that he is pursuing the Lord and wants to pursue purity, it's still just a huge risk that the devil could get in there and do some weird stuff if that person's your accountability partner. So if you're at the point where you think it would be good to have someone keep you more accountable, to know that at the end of every day, I have to text someone whether or not I messed up and that that would be helpful for you. I recommend that the person is of the same gender, unless it's a priest or a mentor or a counselor, etc., or parent. Um, I know that some of my friends who have struggled with this, like they're them and their parents will set up something called covenant eyes on their devices 
I think that leans more toward the sin of pornography. However, I have had girlfriends who are struggling with masturbation and they still use covenant eyes for this purpose. Because again, as I've shared in my story, pornography often leads to masturbation or this these sins are often paired together. So their parents will put, they will ask their parents to help them put these limitations on their devices and help them stay accountable in that way. Again, all of these links can be found in the original episode I made on how I became addicted to masturbation and was delivered from it. And that can be found in the description of this podcast and video. Another quick note, this person isn't just like keeping you accountable. Like this is not a shaming experience. This is not what it should be. Um, This person is there to encourage you, but even more so to pray with you. So not only are you calling or texting this person every day, but you are praying for each other. So me and my accountability partner pray for each other every single day. And how I pray for her is every morning when I am brushing my teeth, I say, God, I pray for this person. And that's it. That is it because it's plain and simple. And I'm, I always remember it and I'm not trying to make it overly complicated because God's not overly complicated and he knows he's meeting me where I'm at. I'm not overly complicated. So have a time set every day where, you know, even if it is just that split second of a sincere prayer, God, I pray for my accountability partner right here, right now, and then ask them to do that for you. Because as St. Paul also writes, Our fight, it's not against flesh and blood. It's not even against ourselves or our flesh because our bodies are good. So when we talk about like sins of the flesh, that does not mean that like sex or bodies or our physical being is bad. It's kind of like how when I say, oh, I feel like the Lord put on my heart. Okay, well, if you cut me open, my physical heart does not have this tiny scroll message from God being like, Morgan, do this, do this. Like we use that more of more in a spiritual context. So in the same way, when we like hear kind of condemnations about the flesh does not mean your body is bad, does not mean sex or sexuality is bad. It's that it's that tendency to want to sin that we're talking about. Um, so don't think that you are not good. You are very good. No matter what you've done, no matter what you've seen or heard or acted upon or thought of that was unholy, God can and will work good out of all of this. Jesus, in your most holy name, I pray that the good you will work right now for every listener or viewer is to put on their mind one person to be their accountability partner if that is the next best step for them in overcoming this addiction and all for your greater glory, O God. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Also, if you know of someone who is struggling with this addiction, maybe you might have it on your heart to reach out to them and offer to be their accountability partner because maybe they're having a hard time. Maybe they're still experiencing a lot of shame and they need someone else to take the first step and reach out to them. So if that's something that you might have on your heart that someone might need i encourage you to reach out to them today and say hey i know that you thanks so much for joining us today on the joy and hope podcast 
where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.